0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. I'm your host, Frank Delano. Today on the pod, we have a sideways dimension. The owner of Dye is Life, Tanner Geisness, is on the pod. Tanner, say what's up to Bring the Juice Nation. What's going on, fellas? Thanks for having me. The boys are bopping. We are recording this before the big event happening today, uh, March 12th, huge beer diet tournament out at Fresno State. What do we got? 56 teams? Something slight like that? 56 teams. Wow. That's uh, 56 times 2. 112. Is that that 112? Yeah. That does check out. Um, We're going to have a day. Yeah. Wow.
1: We're already getting active.
0: We're getting active. We're we're sipping on some uh, yellow bellies right now. Coors Banquets. They're great. Um, Very refreshing, especially in the AM. But… I want to stop right here real quick and just explain to people. This is a sideways dimension to bring the juice. We've had some NFL dudes on recently. We've had some baseball dudes on recently. I get it. Sports come in all shapes and sizes. Beer dye, for people who don't know, is a drinking game, which people compete at a high level. So, let's start out. Let's just tell our guests, what is beer dye? Also known as beer dice, but beer dye is the professional term. Tanner, take it away. You're the pro. I'll put it in layman's terms. Please.
1: Okay. So, beer die is an advanced version of beer pong and in that it's honestly nothing like beer pong at all. Mm -hmm. It's basically an athletic version of a drinking game. So, essentially, you play on a piece of plywood. It's eight by four. You have a dividing line down the middle. You Mm -hmm. got two guys on one side, two guys on the other. Each one's got a pint glass of beer, Mm -hmm. okay? You take a die and you throw it underhand, roughly 20, possibly 30 feet in the air, trying to land it on the opponent's side of the table, The die, since it's a cube, bounces off in a random direction. The other team is responsible for catching that die before it hits the ground. Mm. If it hits the ground, it's a point for your team. One point. One point. Hits the cup, hits the ground, two points, sinks the cup, which is awesome. Right. Rarely happens, but it's fucking sick when it does. Right. Three points. And they have to kill and fill their beer. Right. Kill and fill on every four, play games to 11, win by two, no rebuttals, no die back. It's like just a very, very pure game,
0: you know? It's simple. Simple. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's as simple as baseball, some might say. You know, get three outs, three strikes and you're out. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. So, we got the dimensions. This is, it, it's a great, you know, it starts off as an activity. It starts off as uh, something where, oh, yes, you it's know, this is kind of fun. It's a mix up from something like beer punk. But as you develop, you kind of realize, hey, this is competitive as hell. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, people are extremely. like fully
1: laying out, like, I mean, I've like it's not great, but people do like fuck each other up. Like No, they people play, get smacked. Yeah, they get smacked. I mean, there's guys who like you can set picks. So if the die comes back to you, you know, you lower your shoulder, someone's trying to run after the die, you can put his ass in the dirt. Kick off you know? either way, you know. It's a kickoff. It's a physical game. Guys call them different things. I called it bobbles, playing bobbles. Like, if they bobbled the dye, you could lay into somebody. Right. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it because, you know, obviously you want to make sure guys are staying healthy and safe, but… Health is key. You know, me and my boys,
0: we all play like that, so… It's a physical game. Yeah. It can be. It can be. It definitely can be. you know… Okay, we explained the game. Um, Why is beer dye becoming the next big thing? Because I think, to our older listeners, beer pong was your generation and to, you know, if you've been if you went, if you've been in college probably the last what 10 years at least, beer dye is now becoming the staple essentially. Um, why now and why beer dye? I think TFM actually put out a poll recently and
1: said, "Okay, what is the what's the best drinking game? Beer pong or beard eye?" Not even close. And it no, it actually was. It was like wow. 50-50, right down the middle. This is when they had their original account had like one point five million followers, so they got a big sample size people. But right. like, it was encouraging at that time to see that beard eye was really starting to come up, right, as a as a drinking game. Um, you know, I think people play Beer eye now because. Pretty much everybody was an athlete at some point in their lives, like in high school, you know, even in the college level. Right. Like guys love to have that competitive edge. Beer pong is not going to do that for you. No. You know, you're standing on the edge of the table. You kind of throw the ball, try to land in the cup. I mean, sick, dude. You made island. Right, like, right, That's right, not right. like that tight, you know. But if you're tossing die and you make a layout snag where your body's like completely horizontal to the ground, yeah. catching a die that's like, you know, size of a dime,
0: it's hard. It takes some athleticism. Yeah. It's like putting some football pads on almost. It take it's it. You gotta be an athlete. That thing goes all different directions. You gotta have the hands, you gotta have the hand-eye coordination. There's a lot going on. You gotta have the instinct. And yeah. I love what you said about ex-athletes getting into beard eye because we talked about it. We chopped it up last night, we chopped it up this morning about it. In my time of college football, we played beard eye almost every Friday, as soon as we had the weekend off during certain parts of the year. Like we it's a it's an opportunity to compete, and I think so many dudes are obsessed with competing, and they just run out of high school football games, or college football games, or baseball, or basketball, or soccer, whatever the hell it is. And now it's like I have to channel all this internal energy and put it into something, and that's kind of what bring the juice is in the sense where we're trying to chase greatness and kick ass whenever we do outside of sports. Like we, it all, it all trans the lessons you learn from athletics over time, it all translates over to doing the best you can in anything in life. And I think Beard Eye is just another way you could channel that energy into competing.
1: Yeah, and there's, I mean, to, to your other point, though, the first tournament we ever had was at UCSB and girls from the UCSB Laxing, I'll never forget this, they played in our tournament. They're fucking laying out. They made it to the semis. You know, so this is a game not, I'm not going to say it's like just a game for guys. It's, it's generally not, speaking it's not. for guys, right. obviously. But, like, there are girls out there who, like, who love toss. to get competitive, too. Yeah, chicks who toss. Chicks who toss. Chicks who toss. So. Get a
0: t-shirt. It's on the website. We'll tag them. They'll tag us. We'll tag them. We'll get all, <laughs> we need to make some more. So, you gotta give us give a minute on that. Hey, but. give them a sec. Give them a sec. <laughs> but, you know, that opportunity to compete, it's it's so fun. And to be able to do it with the boys. And it's good vibes. It's, let's post up. Let's get a, let's go to Home Depot Let's get an eight by four piece of plywood. Let's, uh, I mean, let's put some barrels underneath it. Let's do something. Spend some 30, 40 bucks. And it's then a project. A day. It's a project with your friends. Me and my brothers, we used to build dye tables as a just because we liked because it was fun. And you paint it, you do it, you put a little love into it, and then you cherish it. It's your baby. I mean, I know dudes that they, they, they like, they didn't sleep with their beard-eye table, but they they have a relation. They love their beard-eye tables. I love some of my, my first beard-eye table, I, I cherished it. Loved it. Oh, yeah. I took so much detail. I was like, Picasso. Like, it was perfect. And me and my brothers, we built some good tables over the years. And uh, dudes are, dudes do some, you got on tight table Tuesdays. I've seen people literally create pieces of art. I'm talking about like
1: Michelangelo type of shit. Yeah, And I mean, it's like, I'm like, that is the most impressive sh-. I could never make
0: something like that personally, but right. it's incredible what people can do. The tables are definitely becoming a part of the sport itself too at this point, I feel like. Like if you go to a tournament or if you go to a guy's house and you're like, hey, let's, play, let's toss some cubes, let's play some beer dye. And they got a badass table. And to me, this is just me. If it's hand painted, if it's painted, it's cooler to me. Cause I know they have these features out here where you could print them off and you could get exactly what you want. It's cool. It is cool. It's nice. But it's like you put, you know, love, into you it, put man. love into it. You put love into it. A little bit of love. Yeah, you know, you, you don't pay a hundred bucks. It makes you it yours. It makes it, makes it, it yours, yours. You know, you care about that table. Yeah. Versus like, oh yeah, you know, it's out back. Like, no, oh, man. That's my that's my die table out yeah. there. And when I'm a guy who I'm a competitive dude and I appreciate nice things, it's like, wow, this is a phenomenal piece of art you got here. Like, I'm honored to play on this. Yeah. The die dynamic is, it's something that I think you either get or you don't. And for people who have never played Beer Die, we'll be sure to, you know, explain the rules in some captions. Die is life has everything on their website. And you could you could see the whole shabam there. And... Uh, Again, it's another way to compete. So you got to you got to appreciate that, you got to love that, and it's a way to express your grit as a human being. It's another it, it, all you could ask for is opportunities to win.
1: Well, you know, the best part about the game is that it's like it's a it's like a religion. It's like a culture, you know, like they have all these like niche rules that like you would never get in any other kind of game like yeah. at all. Like yeah. I don't care if you're playing spike ball or whatever. Like, there's nudie laughs. So, if you lose like 11 to 0, you got to get fucking nude and run down the street, go touch touch the stop sign and come back. Like, right. You know, there's, or you buy a pizza if you like sink yourself, mm-hmm. you know, you call your mom and, you know, um, yeah, we're whatever. probably going to, we're going to pass that one. but <laughs> Yeah, you got to, th-
0: <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> there's, there, there's, there's repercussions on, uh, when you do, when you, when you, f there's up, repercussions when yeah, yeah. you suck yeah, 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 on the table. Don't so suck.
1: you, and like, you know, like obviously if you're getting worked, you're like, your nerves kind of get going and then oh, you're and then like, someone fuck, starts- like I need to score a point. And like, I'm that f- even that feeling, even if you're down, like that's a good feeling to have. Cause it's yeah. like, okay, the wall. come back kids. Let's fucking go. Yeah. You know, I've seen guys come back from games nine to one. Where they literally just went on a fucking boom, tear. Boom, and they boom, didn't drop boom. shit because they just got fired up. They you were like, have to. fuck this. Locking absolutely worked. Yes. And then they came back and won. You know? In an overtime game. So it's like… You
0: know? It's all about grit. You know? You got to grind. Great. You got to grind. You have to grind. I mean, I just don't understand like… And I've talked about how like people should be multi-sport athletes in high school. Like I played college football and I also played… Poor sports in high school. Like I know dudes that only played football in high school and they played college football too. Like it could do whatever. But the way I think of it is if I play multiple sports in high school to prepare myself to be better at competing, I'm getting more opportunities to compete in those sports. And if I just played football, I would have, I'd have 10 football games guaranteed a year. That's 365 days, and I get 10 true game day opportunities. Okay. If I played soccer and ran track and played baseball well, now i have like 150 game day opportunities beer die is a saturday afternoon a little bit more relaxed a little more volunteer opportunity to compete but i'm telling you this like you you actually become more of a competitor you you sh- iron sharpens iron and when you play beer die i think you're strengthening your skills as a competitor because it's an opportunity to compete off that alone
1: One of the coolest things about the game that I love is that you can play the game anywhere. Anywhere. I've seen guys play on literal volcanoes. I've seen guys play in the jungle. I've seen guys play on beautiful beaches, on sandbars. Mm. I've seen guys play in their backyards where they literally tear up their entire backyard and fill it with sand and create like a literal arena around it with like couches and shit. I mean, it is fucking sick what you can do with like just just the venue because that like adds like a different kind of aesthetic. Like if you're playing on a fucking mountaintop and yeah. the sun is setting and you're with your boys and you're drinking you beers, up. it's like, this is fucking beautiful. What beautiful. we're doing is amazing. Like this yeah. is awesome. I would rather not, I would not rather do anything else than do what I'm doing
0: right now. Yeah. Know? I And again, that's, that's one of the things that makes it so fun, I think. Tanner, roll into the next thing. Okay. So this dies life. Essentially, it started off, you were a junior at Colorado Boulder You started, what, an Instagram account? And... What happened?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of shit talked to me. That's for sure. Yeah. So your adversity was striking you. So, well, I think with any idea, like you know, your 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 friends are gonna like be critical, obviously. Because my mom's critical boys, about you this know? podcast. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, but that's fine. Because that's like you good. You deal with adversity. You know. You, yeah. You're like, okay, I believe in this idea. Uh-huh. I think it's a good idea. So I'm gonna continue to run with it. I don't give a shit what anyone mm-hmm. says. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, when I started, I was just taking videos of me and my boys playing die. I mean, they were funny. Like they were hilarious. Like guys getting sunk, talking shit to each other, you know, like all that stuff. And I was posting on the account, Um, you know, eventually, you know, word caught on and like guys at our school were sending me stuff. And then their friends were sending me stuff from other schools. And like, you know, I was tagging them and everything. They're resharing it. And it's just a very slow snowball, you Mm -hmm. know, that just kind of Relatively, like, just got bigger and bigger and bigger, and it took forever to take off. I mean, I'm talking about like, I think two years in, I had like maybe 4,000, 5,000 followers. Wow, you know, so I'm talking like it took a while. And what are you count. at right now? Like 182, I think. Last time I checked, but well, who's wow.
0: counting?
1: Who's counting? <laughs> yeah, so, so I mean, it's 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 blowing up um you know and i'm i'm really happy with where it's come because now like the vision has become clear right? right like the vision that i had for the game and like what we could do with it is finally coming to fruition which is a great feeling to have um but uh yeah it's it's taken a minute to get here for sure
0: well all good things do nothing happens overnight and it's very frustrating because you know when you have an idea you do have your your haters you have your doubters and and a lot of the times it's not necessarily them that pisses you off. Like, it's just like, for me, it's like, I had people in my corner that were like, dude, like, you're going to start a podcast, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm sure you had people who were like, dude, like, why are you posting this account? Like, who cares? Like, like, really? Like, really? Like, who cares? And it's crazy because social media has so much power in this, in this point in the world. It's 2022. And if you have a good presence on social media, you have so much possibilities at this point. And you could, you have a, with great power comes great responsibility. That's a, that's a saying I've heard over the time. But you're… One thing I love about Spider, what you're Spider-Man's doing… Spider-Man's also really good at die. In the Spider-Man? Tournament. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but you're very good at like… You're sticking to your niche. You're spreading the message. Like you, You've never sunken towards the bullshit. And you're just like, this is about a game. And we're going to stick to the game. But Tanner, over time… You started, you snowballed into 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 followers. At what point did you go from a student at Boulder and did it turn into Dye's life, it's a business?
1: I mean, honestly, I I would say after we ran our first event, I was like, oh, like, people love this. People are, like, stoked on being here. And, like, they're loving that we're, like, reposting them, being on the page and stuff. And then I started selling t-shirts and I was like, oh, we're selling out of t-shirts, you know, fast, like quick. And I was like, all right, so let's just keep riding with this. I mean, obviously it was a side hustle for me. I had to work a real job to pay rent and right. eat and all that good stuff. And that's it a was, tough time. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, but you know, if you're, if you believe in a dream, I mean, you know, start, start slow, start small and just let it build over time. Cause it does right. take a while Yeah, and you just have to, you have to believe in it. Like yeah. that's the ultimate thing. It's like you just have to continue to believe that what you're doing makes sense and that it's a good idea. And that's pretty much it.
0: Just keep going. So you you had your first event and you were just like, "Damn, I could go to the moon with this thing." Like like let's let's So you went from one event, was it at Boulder?
1: Uh no, it was at UCSB. Okay. It was at UCSB. And then yeah, we we started running tournaments um after a few tournaments actually um my good friend now uh, Jack Haggerty reached out to me and was like, Hey man, like I know all these guys up and down the coast of California. They all go to different colleges. You know, I'm, I've got some availability on the weekend. Like let me help you run these tournaments. And then I was like, okay, you get a tournament organized. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll come, we'll talk, we'll meet. And like, you know, we'll run it together. Okay. And he killed it. And yeah. he's like a total hype man. And I was like, this guy's fucking perfect for this job. So, like, yeah. he's helped me a lot with building out the whole tournament aspect of the business. Um, he deserves a lot of credit yeah. with that. Um, wow.
0: Just so this business, that business partnership started with a DM. Literally. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's how it got,
0: like, dude. Yeah. That's, that's how, how it got. I mean, that's how we got in touch pretty much too. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Social media. It's a crazy it's thing. crazy. Man. But if you could utilize it, you could do a lot of good things with it. And I, I mean that that fires me up. So now that is life, it's established. You're at 182,000 followers. You're at Fresno State today. We're about to have a banger of a day, banger of a tournament, comboed with bring the juice. I'm fired up for it. The boys are gonna be bopping. What, what's what's the the moon? Like, if we're always, let's go to the fucking moon with shit. What is the moon? What Define is the moon? the moon. De- what, where do you want Dye's life to go? Okay, so. Ideal scenario. My, my
1: realistic five to ten year outlook okay. right now is that we have at least three, possibly even four teams. One on the west coast, one on the east coast. One either in the midwest or the south. Uh-huh. And they're running tours everywhere. Every, like, so we'll run three tournaments a weekend right we'll do mm-hmm. friday saturday and sunday so basically the entire weekend is just filled with die content on our page yeah these guys are cruising up to each college you know day after week after week you know running tournaments possibly like getting content of any tailgates going on um you know selling merchandise um you know and it's basically just building it out that way obviously eventually i'd love to get into like the bar scene yeah. get like the older crowd involved you know have like you know people who are you know, still into the game after right. they graduate and everything. Uh, Which is playing. a huge
0: market. I want to point that out. It is a huge, huge market. market. All
1: my boys are asking me right now if they can join tournaments and I'm yeah. like,
0: yeah, if you guys want to, I sure. I know a guy at the tournament. There's a 55-year-old man coming to the tournament today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who brought this guy? Dude, I mean, and, and they can be good.
1: They can be really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so doing that and then obviously like, you know, we want to track and record all the guys who win our tournaments because eventually I'd love to do like a super tournament a Vegas invitational where it's like we're playing for 50K. You know, like it's not just like a fuck around. This is like like the the dodgeball real racks on the line here. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You know, when they come to Vegas, whatever we rent out a stadium and shit, you know, Allegiant. Yeah. Dude, we, got like, we have like legit camera crews that are all doing slow-mo and stuff so you can see where the die is going. They have replays. So do you think
0: that... I, I'm just thinking back to COVID now at this point when there was a point where there was no sports. And I remember sitting down next to my dad on a couch watching ESPN2, and we're watching Marble Racing because there's nothing. We watched a... I think it was Lakers versus, <laughs> it was like Lakers versus Suns from two thousand six, and then we after that, it was marble racing, and the dude was actually announcing it like serious, like it was horses or some shit. And the red marbles coming around the corner here, and the purple ones behind. But you're just like, and I looked at my, and I said, is this like a a joke of an ad or something? And it, no, that's man. not even on the Ocho. It's not even on, on the. On the ESPN. It's two, <laughs> two, two.
1: <laughs> marble racing making it on ESPN two, right? That's so unbelievable. Then die's got. Then die can go to the moon. Absolutely. So,
0: do would you want? Are you actually thinking at the point where die can be? You could host a big enough die tournament to where you're on ESPN at this point. It gets
1: tough because it's like, okay, we're directly associating yeah. our game with drinking. Yeah, and like, you know, there's gonna be like certain rules about like, because you have to kill and fill every four. Like that's like a part of the game is that you have to drink, and it, as you drink, it gets harder to play. Right. Because you start getting a little sauced and like, you know. The boys start bopping. The boys start bopping. So we could potentially, I could see them televising tournaments that have nothing to do with alcohol.
0: Right. But like, is that even beard eye at that point? Well, and I think, it's an interesting question because the game itself, and me and my roommates throughout playing college football, we had, we would go on like, we'd have like a dry month. Like we would be, it'd be the month before games started. We wouldn't be drinking because we're, You know, we're trying to win football games and we were willing to put our bodies through the ultimate ringer of top-tier shape. And we still wanted to play dye. Like we literally, you could ask my roommates from the brick house where we used to play beer dye with water to hydrate us. Because we needed to get hydrated for practice the next day. But we wanted to just… I mean, that's we fair. We loved
1: the game. That's fair. I would shit on you, honestly, if I saw if I was playing against you. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're such a little bitch. Well, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, You
0: drink your water. Of you course. Know. Of course. No, no, no. Seriously. <laughs> I, I'm not joking, though. Like, we loved playing Beard Eyes so much. And we just… It was just fun because it'd be a nice afternoon. It, the sun would be going down. And it's like, dude, we have this beautiful table. We have a beautiful backyard for a college house. Like… Let's toss some cubes right now. Like it's it's a bonding thing. It's fun. It's can comp- be it's like some people play, you know, like checkers and shit. like, no, this is just this is our checkers. This is our this is our it's more fun than cornhole. Like if cornhole is on ESPN, I think beer dye could be on ESPN. And I think it changes the dynamic where it's like obviously beer is in the name. It's not just called dye. But if you put just white or water cups on each corner. I mean, dudes get into like, if you watch Cornhole Tournament or Darts, like those kind of ESPN Ocho games, dudes get into it. So would we get to the point where on ESPN, the Ocho, there could be dudes just six sinks a game almost. It would just be Are so guys that good. It would
1: be so fun to just announce one of those. Right? Like, be like like literal dodgeball. Big, yeah.
0: big Cat, PFT and Big Cat. Yes. Oh, that's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> he will not be able to see very well. Yeah. Oh my god, it'd be Shit. so fun! Well, I, I know, mean, yeah, I, 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 you said Big Cat. I know the Barstool guys like have like, an, or at least they did. They've seen Marty Mush rock your guys's hat multiple times. Yeah, yeah, they they play die. I know they do, of course. But I think they had like an annual Beard Eye tournament, and I was like, "Fuck, like if I could get involved with that, so is Barstool
0: sick?" So would you hook up with Barstool if given the opportunity? Oh, absolutely. If between like, if you had if you had to pick anyone, it would be Barstool or Friday Beers. Uh, probably probably Barstool, just yeah. because like I feel like that's like. You Portnoy's know. the dude.
1: Well, it's also just like it makes sense. Like, yeah. beard is a sport. Barstool Sports, yeah. you know, it's like we we could easily be like under the umbrella of of that. Of course, I don't know if like everybody would be stoked on that premonition, but that's really how we take the game to the next level.
0: I think as a our age type of person, um, that means you know whether you're in high school all the way up to like you're probably early thirties at this point. That age group. They would they they follow Friday beers, they follow Barstool, they follow, you know, Old Row and all that stuff. Like that's just kind of it's on your feet. Like it's funny, it's good. You like the gear, they have good memes, they have all the, it's good shit, it's good content. You relate to it almost. And your guys' stuff, like it is a good dynamic because it's so consistent. Like Barstool has so many umbrellas of do you wanna talk? You you could there's there's chicks on there that are talking about dating. There's also guys that talk strictly about football. Or there's hockey. Or there's a golf podcast. Like there's all this shit. So you could easily, I think, have you guys under that umbrella. But at the same time, you're so good within your niche of just it's die. It's die. It's die. And 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 you guys, like when you watch it, it's just like it's fun to have a party and like you're watching die, your guys are playing die, and there's a big crowd. Like it's fun, but like you throw these tournaments. Like, today we're going to get some great footage, I think. we got a water slide coming. It's going to be electric as hell. It's in a giant-ass courtyard. It fires you up. You're like, damn, I want to be there right now. I want to do that. Oh, yeah. So if you're a fraternity dude or a dude at a school or... Shit, we were going to have this tournament in my parents' backyard at one
1: point. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was down. I was I, like, sounds like you got a like, nice pad. My mom's Grass like, yard. It's
0: a liability. So you couldn't do it. She's like,
1: people are going <laughs> to Come drink. on, mom, please. Like, Come
0: on, please. <laughs> but I... Uh, I mean, there's a lot of ways you could roll in that. And also, now, the more I'm thinking of it, how could you make it to where you could almost have an open tournament that isn't necessarily out of college? Like, could, would you ever open a die life arena in dude. San Diego? It would be and it's so a bar with like 10 beer eye tables in it. You're speaking my language, dude. Okay, of course, of course, we'd want to
1: want a bar like fill the top roof with sand, make that a fucking sand pit with like five, right. six tables. Reservation for the downstairs, it's like a million TVs and it's all snap of tables, and you can literally just like rent a, like res- reserve a table or whatever right. for the game. And, like, you can watch football and play Snapple with your boys. So, almost like like
0: a bowling alley for die. Literally, dude.
1: I think people would be electric about that. Dude, they would fucking love it. It would be the sickest thing ever.
0: Are you juiced? (laughs) It just fires me up because, like, I… When you're young and you're hustling, you're thinking of good ideas, good ideas. And I appreciate talking to you so much because I feel like it makes me feel better because I want Bring the Juice to go… To the moon, and I feel like you were once in my shoes. Where, you know, it's a new thing. Like, is this is this hitting or is this missing? Is it worth Dude, it? I mean, you are. Am killing I wasting it. my time? I ain't killing it. I ain't killing it. I'm I'm hustling, and I'm I'm trying. I'm trying, man. I was where you're at after a year,
1: and you're already here after a few months. So just keep it's, that in mind.
0: We got to you got to keep your foot on the gas, because if you ain't first, you're last. Hundred percent, and that's the that's a fact. All right, Tanner, I want to wrap it up with one last thing here, okay? So, you're a competitor. What's your sports background? Let's
1: start with that. Dude, i played pretty much everything. I started with football, Uh um, did baseball. Mm -hmm. Um, I played basketball, but kind of was like, I I wasn't super thrilled about basketball, which is a damn shame because I'm 6'5". Right. Um, Tall guy. But when I got to high school, I was like, you know what, I kind of want to switch things up. And I decided to actually wrestle. And? and I got my shit rocked for the first year. <laughs> I got, I mean, dude, I was like, I was literally like six to 130 pounds. Baby I was giraffe. straight up like, like, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say what I look like, but I look really fucking bad. I look like yeah. super skinny, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I just got, I just got worked, you know, but it was, it was great. Cause I was like, you know, I was, I was getting a lot stronger, you know, right. I got better next year. I went like, I think 500, you know, like yeah. I won half my matches. Sure. And you know, the next year, I started for a while, started wrestling, and then I actually switched high schools oh. through the year. So when I switched high schools, I said, okay, I got to transition sports again. I went back to baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, baseball's honestly, like, pretty easy for me at least to pick up. Oh, it's literally swing the bat, oh. catch the ball, throw the ball. I mean, it's pretty, like, you know, just... And, and you know, I, I had a great time, and I actually also played soccer, which I was trash at. Mm-hmm. Soccer was a fucking awful sport i got terrible foot eye coordination um foot eye yep that checks out <laughs> that checks out yeah so um i mean i just couldn't dribble and stuff so basically like i was i'm fast so i would like i was a forward and I'm, uh-huh. I'm tall so i would just head the ball you know to whoever yeah. needed the ball you had a long neck i knew i knew who was good on our team so i would like get the ball away from whoever had it, yeah. pass, it pass, pass it to the it. italians pass it exactly dude that was my whole mentality is just like and my coach loved it because he's like, he, he knew like, I was like, he's like, Tanner, you suck. Like, you're not good. <laughs> he's like, but at least you know who to pass it to. I'm like, right. well, yeah, because like, I'm going to look like an idiot if I try to like, good. you know, dribble it down. Like, my dribbling would be like, kick it like 20 yards in front of me and just run after yeah. it as fast as I could get before someone else got to that it. That was one of my tactics too. It works sometimes. Yeah, I could cross. You know, I could like, if Sweet. I got it down on the edge, I could fucking cross it in there. Like I had a okay. decent, I had a decent touch on the ball when it came to like kicking it far. Yeah. But when it came to like actually dribbling and like, you know, doing moves around guys, I had, I got worked. There's no, yeah, it didn't okay. happen. Pele. Yeah.
0: All right. So what sport, you, you go to all these colleges around the country now. What if you asked if you had to make a poll on what sports? how am sorry, how can I lay this out? The players of these tournaments, their previous sports, the sports that are in which are the best die players? Football players, <sighs> Dude, I'm gonna get shirt for this one. You can't be doing that. What to is me. it? What we're is we're gonna it? alienate our audience here? Oh no, man, good. oh they're man, all, man oh man,
1: oh man. Okay, so I would say, at least in the top three for sure, I would say baseball, hand eye coordination lacrosse not big on the west coast just saying Cro- yeah well it's coming up i think honestly yeah, it's like, young it's i mean east coast obviously like oh, east way coast better. is a thing yeah. but lacrosse you know again hand eye coordination <sighs> damn i mean honestly this is gonna sound shocking
0: tennis or something no water polo I could see that water level.
1: polo guys, like those guys are fucking gritty. I don't know if you've ever seen a water polo match or like talk to anybody who plays water polo. I mean, Tread they're water. they're fucking they're gritty as fuck. Like they <laughs> grab each other's nuts under the water and stuff. Like <laughs> those guys are fucking insane, dude. And I mean they they it can play die. to die. Yeah, exactly. They just have that like fucking <clears throat> like energy, like,
0: <clears> throat> throat> like yeah. you know what I mean? So they fucking they play, they play really well. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I would would not have expected that answer, to be honest. So, if you had to make thinking... I'm just thinking from, like, one of my best friends, Keyshawn Johnson. He he just got traded. He plays for the 49ers right now. And he's one of my beard-eye partners that I've played with over the years. The dude doesn't drop anything. His hands are insane. Throwing-wise, nothing to brag about. But as far as, like, nothing's hitting the ground, it's lights out absolutely lights out with that being said my last question for you is if you had to pick four people to so assemble two teams of the best athletes you could think of what were the who would be on those two teams? you're talking about like professional athletes or I'm like talking some it, of my boys because no, no, no. <laughs> i
1: got the boys down i, I know, know exactly and, who and, would, you,
0: and you might have it there's dudes out there that don't play sports and they're just gonna die like yeah they just they just are yeah i'm talking professional athletes I'm talking athletes. <laughs> I'm talking like if you could like you think it from the perspective of like okay Randy Moss has amazing hands but you know Tim Lincecum Clayton Kershaw like they got they they actually th- they throw missiles they know what's up they could hit a pin from a mile away.
1: That's funny as hell that you say that. That's a good question. Um, I'd say Devonte Adams because he just catches everything.
0: <clears throat> Shout out to Fresno State.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Fresno State. Mm. Um, I would say Clay Thompson because I've actually seen him play Die. So in I, know, I know he, I know not in person. Someone sent in a video of him like literally playing Die on the wow. beach. And I was like, this is the best video of all time. Um, <laughs> Do you tag him in it? Uh, no, I didn't tag him in it. I didn't tag him in it. Oh, no, no, I did tag him in it. I totally tagged him in it, but he didn't, I don't think he saw it or liked it or Come anything. Come on, like Clay. That. I mean, we were pretty, like, that was like when we were younger. Yeah, I was yeah. like, holy shit, like, Clay Thompson. I know. I was like, shit, if I can get more professional athletes, <laughs> Austin, come on. Ah, uh, shit. Um, I mean, he's he's not with us anymore, Kobe Bryant, for sure. All right, Just because he's got that Mamba mentality. You know, can't beat he, it. It's a guy you can't lose. Um, and it's funny because I'm picking all base uh, basketball and football players, even though I was giving all the shout outs to lacrosse and water right. <laughs> of last guy. Shit. Um, This is tough. This is tough. This is tough. The ultimate team. The ultimate team. I mean, honestly, and I hate to say this. I hate to say this because I am a Broncos fan. I'm going to pick Tom Brady because Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Brady, he's just got like the winning mentality. Guy can't lose. Like, he will get good at anything. Yeah. And like, even though he might be slow, his hands might not be the best He's going to put the die on the table every single time. <laughs> like, he masters it. He's going to sink cups like no other. Like, it's going to be crazy. So, like, that might be, a, like, a weird pick for no, me in the fourth one. But You're picking goats. Yeah. I mean, how can you
0: not? I love it. Fire me the, Fire me up. I The boys are about to be bopping today. It is March 12th. Huge tournament today. Shout out to President of State. Shout out to Bring the Juice. Shout out to Diet's Life. Tanner, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today absolute banger uh to my audience that is normally tuning in to nfl dudes understand that this is a dynamic of sports that is still a competitive nature and it all translates over to my new listeners from the Diaz life party boys tap in and keep fucking tossing some cues fire it up tanner anything you want to say we're gonna close it out right now no man thanks for having me this has been great god i love it uh all in all great episode be sure to follow Diaz life follow tanner be sure to subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe to the Bring the Juice podcast. Leave five stars, all that good stuff. Merch is on sale. we got some big things coming up. And uh, don't forget this week, y'all. Bring the juice, baby.